Mood.tv Hello, everybody, and welcome to White Wasabi, the podcast where we talk about anime. I am Sensei Match, and with us today are EJ5000. EJ, what's going on? How's it going, Sensei? Uh, pretty crappy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also with us today is the Gregoman. Coming what's up, Sensei? Thank you again, guys. The Gregoman coming straight out of BK. 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 And uh, this would be episode four of White Wasabi. Uh, and today we're going to be discussing Sword Art Online, episode four. Odd how it links up like that, isn't it? Um, this episode is entitled The Black Swordsman. Uh, EJ5000, you want to give us a quick redown of the wiki? Wiki, wiki. Absolutely, photos? absolutely. Taken directly from the List of Sword Art Online episodes on Wikipedia, The Black Swordsman, episode number four, originally released on July 28, 2012. A beast tamer named Silica quits a party after arguing with their leader, Rosalia. Later, Silica is ambushed by a group of monsters while making her way alone through the forest, and her dragon familiar, Pina, is killed while trying to protect her. Kirito arrives and saves Silica. He tells her of an item at the Hill of Memories on the 47th floor, which can revive her familiar within three days of its death and offers to accompany her there. As they spend time together, Kirito warns Silica of orange players, players who commit crimes, and red players, players who kill other players. When they finally retrieve the item, the Numa Flower, they are confronted by Rosalia and her men, who are members of Titan's Hand, an orange player guild, and are after the flower. Kirito then reveals that his true motivation for escorting Silica was to draw Rosalia out and arrest her. The guild realizes Kirito is the infamous beater, the Black Swordsman. Kirito is level 78 with health points of 14,500 plus an auto-generation healing skill and effortlessly outmatches and detains all members of Titan's Hand. After they retrieve the flower, Silica revives Pina. Alright, so taking it from the top, uh... Initial impressions, uh, the Grega Man. How you uh, feeling about this episode? I uh, I enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed uh, how it started. That's for sure. You know, we were talking about not getting a lot of fighting recently, and we jump right out and get right into a battle. Indeed, indeed. We, uh, in fact, one of the uh, the first things we see, uh, including Kirito, is uh, him saving yet another person. Um, Getting right back to that theme, for those who haven't listened to previous podcasts, Kirito is uh, pretty notorious at this point for jumping in and saving people at the last minute. Um, unfortunately, in this particular instance, he couldn't save the dragon, um, but he does save Silica. Um, EJ5000, throw I gotta say, Yeah, this is like my favorite episode so far. It's There's... There was action almost immediately. Right away, there's there's a cat fight. It's not a fight, <laughs> but these two chicks are yelling at each other. Uh, you got some. It's definitely a sexualized episode, and mm. I I'm, we're gonna I'm definitely gonna talk about that as we move forward. But How this episode starts, I think, a trend 
where they definitely are playing up the sexy factor because episode this is episode four we're talking about episode five and six and I, I haven't gone too far but they're definitely getting away from what I thought was a kid show um, aside from the suicide in the previous episodes which can still be kid friendly uh, <laughs> but I loved the yeah right right off the the second bat I guess we have these awesome monkey bear butt. I what did I I what did I, I get monkey squatches Baboon. monkey monkey that's squatches what I called them clubs. monkey squatches yeah and and uh, Silica's she seems like she's pretty hardcore on her own and this this other crew I, I didn't really understand that she was a, a definite part of them I mean I realized that she left them but I thought that she was kind of just like uh, Kirito where she wasn't a full time member or something but uh, Wikipedia tells me otherwise so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think she uh, she was a, a full time member in that guild, but when she breaks away, she leaves and and she says that you know that they weren't serious about it. Um, they weren't serious about her. Uh, something to the effect of they wanted me to be their mascot. Uh, yeah, the mascot, something like yeah. that. I feel like it was almost uh, more of a party as well. Less like I don't I don't know if they were necessarily a guild. They were more of just a group of people that got together to hang out or do something or whatever. You know, I don't think they were. In, in like a, a bigger group, I think it was more of a smaller group activity that they were kind of hanging out that brought them together. So, Gregoman, can you give us a, a quick breakdown for the non-MMOers, the non-MMOers, uh, <laughs> of the difference between a, a party and a guild? Uh, yeah, you in oh, essentially, uh, you you yeah, let's start that again. But essentially, uh, <laughs> you you level up in parties a lot of times. Uh, parties are usually small groups, like three to six. Uh, six person is usually the maximum size of the parties, at least in the few games that I've played. And uh, you can kind of just form those however you want. You can grab random players. A lot of times there's ways to put icons up that say you want to join a party. Um, you know, you just say, hey, I'm looking for an experience points party. People get together, you go out, you kill some stuff. The guild is more, or the clan or the guild, whatever it is in, in the specific, in this case the guild, is more of a larger group of people who come together to do like more of like the events. So in this case, killing the, the bosses on the different floors. Okay, so it, it's more uh, guilds would be more uh, long term as well, like smaller communities within the game. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> in this episode, we're we're introduced, I believe, for the first time to uh, to red players, to PKers, um, and this was something new to me when I first watched this episode. Um, being a non mower. Um, and I'm gonna keep using that because it, it makes everybody. <laughs> it's making keep, everybody. It's making everybody smile on the uh, on the G chat. So um, it, it will continue to be used. Um, but PKers or player killers um, really takes on a new meaning in this uh, in this show because we're told from the beginning that if you die in the game, you die IRL in real life. Um, yeah, and I had to spell that out. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is the first time we're seeing that and uh, seeing people really take advantage of that and take advantage of that fear. Um, and you can kind of see it to a, a small degree uh, when uh, Silica loses, uh, loses her dragon, Pina. Um, she's distraught from it. And even... You know, something as simple as a uh, a computer-generated friend 
uh, there uh, being killed really took its toll on her. Um, and of course, we then see <clears throat> Kirito step in and, uh, and and give her a way to, uh, you know, to kind of circumvent that. Um, but not before he pulls a total Kirito move where she's like bummed out. Oh, my dragon's dead. It sucks. I lost my best friend. I think she literally says lost my best friend somewhere. Paraphrasing. Best yeah. friend's in there for sure. Yeah, so, it's kind of sad that... Uh, but then he comes in. Computer-generated dragons are best friend. <laughs> he comes in, you know, slashes, kills, does some killing, and then immediately he's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I blew it. Complete emo <laughs> immediately. He, like, gets, you're like, dude. If you I would have got here faster, I could have saved your friend. Exactly. And she's like, I did take it do easy, enough. man. You saved my life. It's it's okay. You know, take it easy. Just quit crying. My best friend died. You did a good thing. And he's like, then he says, like, oh, let's go. We can we can save her. Yeah, it's kind of funny at that point that he's like, oh, by the way, um, yeah, she's she may not be dead. We, we yeah. could probably we could probably bring her back, um, <laughs> which cr- kind of cracked me up because you, you could have let off with that. Really <laughs> he also have. takes a really long time to get to the point that he's going to take her there. Like, he could have just been, like, from the very start, just been like, yeah, I'll take you there. Instead, he was like, well, I'd go get it for you, and all you'd have to do is pay me, but unfortunately, you have to be there. So instead of that, how about I just give you all this stuff, and we go together, and we do it anyway. And <laughs> especially because we know he's being manipulative. Because we learn at the end yeah, of the exactly. episode that he's like, exactly. I had this plan the whole time. It's like, well, then what? Did you also plan to let the dragon die? Like... <laughs> Was that part of it? Because as we know from this show so far, that the characters and or players of the game have planned out things meticulously, even so far as to say, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So I did not put that together. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, right? So you know, I, that, I that's a great point. I didn't, I didn't even consider that he let the dragon die knowing that's that funny. he could bring it back. I, the master plan. Oh, yeah, right? So Eisen. Um, wow. <laughs> that's kind of screwed up. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's this. actually pretty messed up, yeah, uh, if, if that is what he, what he did. Um, or is it? Because he knew he could get it back, and he was planning on doing that. So he's like, yeah, it'll die, but I'll bring it back, and it's not really a big deal. Actually, I guess he needed that, the dragon to die in order to get her to go on the mission that she needed to go on in order to yeah. capture Rosalia, I guess. Who was dangerous because they were player killers, which yeah. is even worse than having your dragon dead for a couple days. Debatably, debatably. <laughs> <laughs> agreed, agreed. Well, and that brings up a good point about the actual danger here, because at that, you know, at a certain point, he confronts Rosalia and she says, "There is no proof. We we don't really know that people are really dying out there. You know." It, who's to say that that they are um which is a very callous attitude to have but at the same time she's kind of right um you know there is no real proof but at the same time if there's a dude out there who can make vr gear and make these things and trap you in a game the chances of him not being able to kill you are slim yeah, there's you, you have to be pretty cynical to still to believe that there's not a chance that that it could be killing somebody so why would you want to risk that you know, yeah, I thought it was a really good fear tactic too. It's like it's a great way to get people to do bad things in this world to let them know that their consequences aren't as great. You know, 
since her she got a whole crew of dudes who were just like do what i say and and because i yeah. i think they thought they were just playing the game um i think kirito i believe it's this episode he even says that he said I, I, yeah when he's talking about these characters he's like yeah whenever you're playing the game uh, not in real in real life whenever the, the odds aren't that you're going to die people sometimes play the bad guy for fun but being that well, this that- world we assume is life or death it's it's uh it's an interesting thing to throw yeah, at I think, us. I think what he says it there is, well, he, they're talking and he says, uh, you know, is this your first MMO? And she says, yeah. And uh, he says, well, sometimes people like to play as the bad guy. And sometimes, you know, people's personalities change in game. And that's actually something I wanted to bring up with the Gregoman. Um, is that something you see often? And for you personally, does your... Um, personality change in game or are you pretty much uh you know the the bad mamma jamma you always are i feel like i'm i'm the bad mamma jamma that i always am but that's also because like i'm i we always call ourselves like hardcore casual gamers um i don't have the time to invest in a game like uh you know like i played final fantasy 11 for a long time uh which is an mmorpg and i just you know i had the time to invest in it in college kind of uh, I don't have that time anymore. Well, with the and with the game that you're currently playing, do you get to pick sides? Because I just I was telling you guys earlier, I just started uh, Rift, which is yeah, and immediately you have to pick a side. And so there's they're they're not good or bad, but there's definitely one that you're like, oh, those are the the more bad guy. Or I guess you kind of you I guess you personify that on your of yourself. You pick. Are the, do you actually battle other characters in Rift, or are you so far? Is it is it like more like, you know, the side like the dark side versus the light side and the force or something? I think it might. I am very new to the game, but I think that it might be. There's a light and a dark side, and right now it's all mission based anyway. You're not fighting other players, but I do believe that there's going to be good and bad. And I mean, even to to draw another illusion be, beyond good and bad, like you can be. Greg, you're not a troll in real life, but maybe you want to be a troll. Or, like, I'm, they make yeah. these incredibly sexy characters. Maybe you want to be a sexy girl in, in the game. And so, mm. good guy, bad guy, sexy girl, <laughs> troll. You know, you're you're playing a character, I think, whether you realize it or I'm not. I'm usually, yeah. I'm usually either one or the other. I go with the really giant guy. Like, uh, in, the, in Final Fantasy XI, I was always, like, this really giant thing called the Galka. He was, like, a Galka race. And he's, they're, like, only males exist apparently and they're all huge and then when i got 14 i got that before i started playing destiny a little bit and uh final fantasy 14 i chose to be the taru the little tiny guy um because i was like why not run around as like you know the little shit with an axe and uh i just you know so it's you know it's fun in that sense but most of the ones i play like you can do player versus player battles in there but it's not none of them are really designed so that you have like good guys versus bad guys and things like that i, I don't know if DC Universe is like that. I was, we were saying today we should. We were talking about trying yeah. that. That might be one where it's battling online. So yeah, we got we'll Rosalia, super hot girl in real life. Super hot girl. Because now they don't look like their fake parts. They look like they look like their their real selves, right? Right. Yeah. Or, or like they did whenever they were first put in. Because I think after three months, nobody's gonna look after not eating and pooping on yourself, or you know, we <laughs> we don't know what's happening IRL. But she uses this awesome tool where she's just like, ah, you, you. She turns, she makes, she can make you a bad guy because she, she puts in your head that this might still be a game, you know. 
that yeah. safety net basically yeah well and there was one thing i wanted to bring up about her and i you know i see this a lot in anime and it always kind of like makes me cringe a little bit because uh, different characters do it for different reasons but uh, sometimes it's over killing sometimes it's over money in in this uh, particular instance uh, you know she's looking for people who have uh, different items and she licks her lips in the most demonic way I don't know if you guys picked up on that but it's kind of like this Mm, I'm about to kill somebody. <laughs> like, and she like lip, licks her lips. And, she's always licking and her lips. She looks yeah. like a demon. And you know, it, I see it a lot. Uh, there's a character in Naruto who uh, he, he licks blood that way, and it's just the most disgusting, like stomach turning. Like, and I don't, it, I don't know where that comes from, but I mean. When you guys saw that, if you even remember seeing that, what was your reaction to that? Like, were you just kind of like uh, glossed over it, or like, oh, what the hell is that? Greg, man, didn't didn't hit me. I I mean, Did, I, uh, I always hate when they do the close ups of things like that when they're like, Ugh, <laughs> and they like cut in the lips and they always pan down or pan up and you're like, oh, and, and like it's just so unnecessary it, it, and, and gross. it's a real slow like. <laughs> But it is. It does remind you, like, of the demon thing. Yeah, that's always, always the demon, demon of some sort that's doing oh, it. It's disgusting. Uh, which I guess, if you're gonna personify somebody as you know as evil like you are with her, um, maybe that's you know a good way to do it. I mean, there's other ways to do it that I would prefer. But I guess well, red and black yeah. outfit. I mean, you know, that was a de- you know that was a demonic looking outfit yeah. too. Like she, she really fit the part. Yeah. You know, that was like a Night Stalker outfit. You remember that game? Totally. Totally. I want to go back to the the weird relationship that Kirito and Silica develop and just the the many awkward scenes that get us to that that standoff <laughs> to to the sweetest part of the episode uh, or leading up to it yeah when when they go up to what is it four forty seven floor 47 the, f- <laughs> the flower gardens flubble 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 uh, so before even before the flower gardens i believe right Oh, yeah. He wants to go... Does he start training her before he goes and visits her? Does he go and visit her? They, he visits her before... They, they get to the village. They have cheesecake, and that's when it gets awkward the first time. Oh, uh, yeah, the cheesecake. The cheesecake is like the first standoff where it's weird. And then she goes back to her room, and that's when she's like, Oh, is it weird if I want to talk to him? And he knocks on the door. She, and she's all, she runs to the door all like half naked and then realizes right before she opens it that she's half naked. And she's like, ooh, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> now, at this point, Kirito is like, yeah, you're kind of cool. I like you because you look like my sister. <laughs> right? Okay. My sister is, who isn't really my he sister. He told her that right away. Yeah. Right the away. The first meeting, he told her that. Okay. And we can tell. It's Well, I can't tell. I, I don't want to assume anything, but it certainly seems like she has a little crush on this guy. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I had mentioned this to you guys that they're teenagers and through no research of my own i found out the age of consent in japan is 14 and and i think that oh. has a lot to do oh, with really? some of this craziness th- so so you didn't look that up or anything it came to my attention in some other way that i had no control over fair enough i'll <laughs> leave it at that i don't even want to know there's a lot of japanese people <laughs> and so it's really I, I i just thought that scene was so funny where she's like 
she wants him to come there. She knows she's in her underwear, and then she forgets, and she says, I don't understand why she would say that was close, but then, okay, so we move on. Somebody's listening, and and so we, we know that's got to be one of Rosalia's henchmen or some sort. I thought it was her, literally her, but we find out later that's a henchman. Well, at least they weren't guys, sharing a bed that night. Yeah. Because every time he shares a bed with somebody, they die, apparently, they, so... <laughs> It's like, the kiss, back to it's like yeah. the kiss of death. So then, so then they go. So that was the first overtly sexual scene I think in the show. By the way, too, whenever she's like not wearing very much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yes. So that was a little milestone I think for the show. And moving forward, it only <laughs> it only adds, especially this episode where I don't want to skip too far ahead, but they go up to the floor, right? Yeah, Can we go no, you, at that point. Yeah, go right into it. So let's see, what floor was that? It doesn't so really floor matter. 47, the Flo- flower gardens. Yeah. Well, and I think the first thing that she remarks when they get up there is she starts looking around the flower garden and she's like, these are all couples up here. And she gets really flustered by that. Like everybody else up here looks to be, you know, a, a couple. And I'm here with this dude who I obviously have a crush on. And then she spaces out like she goes into this daydream world and he's, he has to get her attention again. Yeah, she's there, and the further alludes to she's crushing on him, right? Yeah, so he's, it, yeah. and he has to be like, hey, back on task. Hey, come, come yeah, on. Like, you, remember, like take that path, it's fast. Yeah, hey, remember, your dragon's dead. <laughs> <laughs> See, she should think about her peanut and not his peanut, right? <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, fa- hey, Fanny's fam- in this episode. <laughs> fam- family friendly show here. <laughs> Just a couple of penis. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. So the, they 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 start their their training, their whole training thing, right? Well, they're, well, it's a, yeah. They trek through yeah. through the the floor. All right, so get to it, Eric. We know we, we want to get to the very first thing where the flower monster grabs her and lifts her up, right? Yes. <laughs> now, this show animates this scene in a sense, in a way that she is like completely self conscious about her exposed crotch. For the duration of this entire... She gets lifted up by this giant uh, Mario flower with arms. Yep. Or a suddenly Seymour flower. And <laughs> instead of trying to kill it, she's worried about getting a panty shot on... For Someone doesn't have her priority straight. Uh, yeah, so she she's yelling at him to save her and not look. And not look at the same time. Yeah. Save me. And his response is, it's not even that strong of a of an opponent just kill it like what are you doing yeah now two things like maybe you don't wear that in the first place if you don't want people to see it but i'm not saying she was asking for it boys i'm just saying (laughs) and secondly the show made a very big point of this like this didn't need to be in there like this this was not something that i was weird and picked up on this was like Something that they were making a point of. Super gratuitous. Then they address it again. As soon as it's dead, they address it again. She's like, did you see anything? And then not five minutes later, during more fighting, she falls down and at least really quickly again covers the crotch. Yeah. All within like three minutes. Yeah. And yet all the dialogue that we're hearing is about this brother-sister relationship. (laughs) That's actually... Cousins. Cousins. Cousins yeah. that are actually cousins, which makes it okay? I don't understand. I don't. <laughs> so that has 
and and that's supposed to have something to do with the episode somehow too. I, I don't understand why. I mean, this show wastes a lot of time on things that I don't understand why they waste time on, and then they pay attention to a lot of other stuff. So, uh, yeah, kind of like we talked about last episode, the dude killing himself got less than thirty seconds of airtime, and uh, this girl's crotch shots get like three minutes. I I don't I don't get it, but it, I'm still entertained by it. I suppose. Absolutely. And that might be a good uh, good spot for us to take a little bit of a break. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Episode four. Uh, we're talking about Sao, the Black Swordsman, um, <clears throat> and we left off uh, with Kirito and uh, Silica. They're they're on their way to uh, find EJ. What was the name of the flower? The oh, it has Numa a flower. P at the yes, Numa flower exactly. Yeah, the Numa flower. The Numa flower to uh, Sorry, revive Pina. Uh, Silica's dragon, and we left off uh, talking about how gratuitous the um, almost nudity is in these scenes. Um, and as as we get past that first, uh, I didn't say gratuitous, by <laughs> the way, but don't put words in that man's mouth. Yeah. Oh no, I said that. Oh, okay. All right. Like three well, he times. Clearly disagrees. L- like three times. So thanks for not even listening to me <laughs> at all on our podcast, EJ. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, what, fired. Uh, bang bang <laughs> or <laughs> excuse me i i use the wrong term it's pew pew um pew pew <laughs> pew, pew uh so <laughs> as they're uh moving towards getting this uh this object um kirito saves her or actually she kills that that flower monster herself doesn't she she, I think she ends up slicing that one, the first one, one where right. the crotch shot mushroom fl- or flower, yeah. Right. So, and it, I found this kind of humorous. As soon as that happens, she says to him something to the effect of, uh, I, "I won't let that happen again. I'm gonna get stronger." And then she takes two steps and is captured by another <laughs> uh, flower enemy I think thing. I think there's a little bit of fighting in between where they're doing like the is flash, there- fro- like the flash scenes. 
and they're like that's when they're doing the awkward weird cousin conversation oh, and then okay. they get to some okay. point at the end of that where they like come back on the road together and she's like i'll be tough and then yeah the little the weird licky monster comes out <laughs> yeah yeah it's like four tongues that like swallow her up <laughs> so weird looking <laughs> And that conversation, like like you said, (laughs) yes, I did. (laughs) But that conversation, like you said, is where she's basically (laughs) like, I'm crushing on you, dude. And he's like, it wasn't really my sister. And then we're like, all right, I guess you're still going to help her out with this dragon flower for, you know. So, I don't know. That that is a good point, Because this is one of the first times we get any kind of backstory about who he is out of the game. Mm. Um, And you know, kind of, kind of his, his actual personality, where he came from. Um, and you know, for that background, he says, uh, it's his cousin who grew up with them and he talks about his grandfather. Now I'm not sure if this is a, a cultural thing or whether his parents just weren't around. Um, but he talks about his grandfather basically raising them and how he, he, they were forced to do kendo. Um, so he does have a background in swordsmanship, although he quit and his grandfather beat the crap out of him for it, um, <laughs> it to be very blunt. And yeah. it was his cousin who doesn't know it's his cousin. She thinks that the their brother and sister who um, kind of convinces the grandfather and says he doesn't like doing it. I, I'll take over. I'll work twice as hard. And she does. And he says something about her being some kind of champion at it. Um, which is, you know, is kind of cool because he he says he's always given her the cold shoulder because she isn't really he didn't want to get too close because she really wasn't his uh, his actual sister. Um, yet she cared enough for him to stop the grandfather from from beating on him. Um, so it not to get too too serious, but it is the first time we get a picture of who he is. And what his family life is like outside of, you know, of this artificial realm that they're in. And that conversation takes place as they're walking back um, to go to uh, to get back to where she can revive uh, the dragon. And at that point, uh, as they're crossing over a bridge, um, Kirito looks out and says, "Okay, whoever's hiding, knock it off. I know you're there. Come on out. Um, and, and that surprise, surprise is Rosalia. Um, and this is where we really get an in-depth look at PKers and at her, her group. And this, I think is the point where we or she first, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, where she does make, uh, the comment about how the game might not be as serious where if you die in the game, you die in real life? Or did she mention that earlier in the episode? That's a, no, no, that's, that's exactly yeah, so this when is, she mentioned so which it. Is, which is a good reveal, I think, you know, because it's hard as a viewer to understand why people would want to be evil if people were dying for real, but because she explains that we don't even know if people are really dying in real life. I thought that was really good and makes her kind of like an anti-villain. Like, she's not bad to be bad. She's bad because she lacks the the understanding of what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah, and this is also a a point where we get introduced to uh, the concept of uh, her. she's a baiter. Um, Where Kirito's a beater, she's a baiter. Um. (laughs) That's just wrong, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> Set it up on a tee for himself. <laughs> but uh, they explain that uh, player killers, uh, red players, and this is one of those things that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. They said that their their icon turns orange. Um, I, I could understand why they would be called red players if they're killing people, but the icon turns orange, and that's how you know who who has done things like that before. Um, I think I think what he said though is it, it turns orange like when you when you first do something if you either injure a player or even kill a player and then it, or no if you injure a player it turns orange. Yeah, red's for death. So if you're if you're caught ca- yeah like attacking okay. them you turn orange and it's kind of like you're on like a suspension or almost or like a probation they're like watching you and if you're if you're good for a couple of days apparently it goes away. we kind of find out towards the end it goes away and you can be a green player yeah because okay. Kirito he says that he's like oh I'd do it I'll be red for a couple of days I don't yeah. care yeah he's like I'm a solo I don't I don't care and it, yeah. and there's therein lies the rub she is a green player because she never actually injures anybody she's out there collecting information she's a spy basically and then she leads the rest of her group uh to whoever she can find that has things that they want she she got that palpatine vibe going on you know got that palpatine mind control i like it that's i didn't think about that that's good Mm. yeah yeah you know which is the most dangerous kind of control the puppet master (laughs) (laughs) play with the strings rosalia (laughs) And so they, so then he, they, uh, Kirito has one of those super duper. Well, not even that. Things. Oh yeah, wait. Oh, that's supposed to, that would that would take him to prison, right? Yeah, because yeah, to to prison, yeah. Which is interesting. Video game prison. That's a really Video interesting concept too. I thought that you know? uh, that exists. That definitely exists. You can oh, go yeah? to a GM jail. They call it. like if you're caught cheating or hacking or something because like in a lot of those mmos you're on a pc there's ways to hack there's things to put in and uh if the gms catch you they can they get you they put you apparently i never got sent to one because i didn't know how to i was i couldn't cheat on a console but they send you to like basically just like a square room and it's like you're suspended for a while you can either sit here or you can just log off and come back in a little bit okay and if you st- can you start a new character? Is it? Like I don't think so. I think because it's your account, and even if you start new characters, unless you have a completely separate account, which you can get, which is like people call oh, that wow. like dual boxing. That's when you can play as two people at once. Um, but yeah, so like I guess you could theoretically do that because it'd be two separate accounts. But yeah, you 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 get you get thrown in video game jail. See, I had no clue. So that's that's interesting. That's true to form. Yeah, yeah, right on. Well, and that. That kind of brings us up to the point where she calls out the rest of her her crew, and they threaten, uh, they want, which this part was kind of weird to me, because um, she makes a comment earlier on that Kirito doesn't look that strong, and uh, she knows Selica has some uh, uh, equipment and things that are worth money, but they're really after that revival flower. Um and from what we've seen, that that level was nothing. They beat two small um, uh, monsters, and they got the flower. Hmm, yeah. Why they would need to attack two people to go get one doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But, you know, uh, I guess, although they, they say that you need to have, it, it can revive familiars, and the reason why he brought her, uh, Silica, was because she needed to be there to get the flower. So maybe none of them 
were able to make you know to get the flower in the first place. Yeah, I don't think any of them were the beast tamers, and that's why. So like when she met Silica, that might have been like the first time she met a beast tamer. So for her, the only way to get the the flower would be to have somebody who had a beast tamer who died, whose beast died, and then needed to go get the flower to bloom so that she can get it. Once it's in her inventory, I think it's it could be you know traded sold gotcha, whatever gotcha and the whole beast tamer thing would be like whenever you're starting one of these games you have to pick a character not only race like you were big you, cat man or whatever and then you'd have like a, a job type, yeah. a job okay yeah like a job or a class or something and in this it seems like um your class is kind of chosen by like since there's no magic or anything they don't and they and they make fun of uh i forget the first beta tester who dies in the earlier episode they make fun of him because he says he drew knight and they're like there's no classes so everything in this is based on kind of the weapon you use is is kind of what happens and um i don't like so like it's kind of un- unknown really at this point how she is a beast tamer nobody I, I haven't seen any other beast tamers they don't really bring it up the fact that she is a beast i mean they bring up the fact that she is one but they don't really say how she became one or he's just like oh you're one of those beast tamers yeah but and they never really you know expand on yeah, that at they all. don't elaborate on it at all um and that brings us up to the part where these guys, you know, these guys attack. Oh, yeah. And it's really, um, it's a really cool scene, in my opinion, because Kirito just says, okay, stay behind me, stay back here. I'm going to go take care of this. And you think there's going to be a battle. You think it's going to go down. It, you, you know, it's like, man, this is about to get thick. And he just stands there. And these guys cut into him over and over and over again. And then you you look up and you happen to notice that his his health isn't going down and it, when it does it's a little bit and it regenerates real quickly and they all stop at one point and are out of breath and can't do anything else against them and he's complete completely fine and to me that was just one of the baddest things you could possibly do just stand there and look at these guys like you can't even hurt you if you no matter how hard you try and he explains it to him too there, he he says it's completely unfair in uh, uh in level games that use leveling systems. But I'm high enough. I don't. What does he say? Level eighty. That's that's a total game game spot. Like you know, right pulled right from the game. Yeah, and he, he's like, you just there's there's nothing you could possibly do. Seventy eight to, to inj- level seventy eight at that point. Yeah, and and they all well actually before that point, but they still they recognize him. They they say. Right, right before, before they, they charge, charge. Yeah. and they say that's that's the guy who solos on the front lines. He's made a reputation for himself. People know him. The the guy in the black coat. I think one of them even says he's got a one handed uh, sword, no shield, black coat. No shield. That's the black swordsman, and and you know, he's and just like they've talked about in previous episodes, he's out there soloing. He's all by himself. He's taking risks, and he's continuing to do that and he, and he's doing it well and leveling up so much so and at this point he's on the front lines which is you know the pinnacle of where you can be pretty much indeed indeed uh and uh rosalia you know doesn't i guess she doesn't really get it and she starts yelling at these guys like what are you doing and it, i kill I guess him she, yeah. yeah she doesn't really get it till his swords at her throat which was which was a really that's the only time he and he doesn't even really attack he just is right there like he just he almost teleports just he puts just puts there. the sword to her throat and is like 
I'll play. She goes, I'm green. You, you wouldn't hurt me. And he's like, I'll play as an orange player. I, I don't care. I don't care. And I'm a solo player. You know, that's, we don't, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm an orange player for a couple of days. He's like, that's how the black swordsman gets down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's how I do. So then he pulls out of that awesome little blue crystal-y thingy. Teleport crystal. Zaps him away. And then he comes clean. He's like, hey, Silica, you've been had. I let your dragon die, bitch. <laughs> well, he like, he, I think they, they after, after they beat him, they flash right into the, into the house. Yeah. At that point, they had already yeah. discussed going back to do it at the town. So he's like, I'm sorry, I used you just as bait. You know, he kind of, yeah. Now that everything's worked out okay, my bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I only didn't tell you because I thought you'd be scared of who I am or something like that. Yeah, there's some lame excuse. Yeah. Um, but and then they decompress yeah. with this even more confusing conversation because I'm bringing it back here. Because she likes him. It's obvious. And, or so we think. <laughs> and she says, what she says, though, is my I have my very own big brother now. Or no, I had. I'll tell you about that special day when I had my very own yeah. big brother, who kind of I wanted to see naked. Like it's very weird. <laughs> it's very strange, you know. The whole episode they go one way, and then at the end they're like curveball, and then you're like, wait, what? So you love your brother? You know, it's basically what they're saying, right? I, I get. I guess they're trying. Like they're just equating all love. Love is love, I guess. There's not different facets. And I hope of another. I hope love. another one of those random Japanese bits of knowledge just happens to fly your way before <laughs> the next time we record, <laughs> so that uh, maybe we'll get the answer to that question. I don't. I mean, maybe one it's okay out of three Japanese really brothers. Know. Yeah, no, I, no, I got nothing there. Who knows? Maybe it's like still uh, like Game of Thrones style. It's Targaryens in there. Hey, just, they don't mind. Is that it how they be down? It could be a they, thing. They, I don't know. They might. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know Japanese culture. They're throwing their penis around all crazy in that Game of Thrones. Is that how they do it? Got those dragons they're slaying. Certain families are okay with it, like much like maybe I don't know. I don't. I like I said, maybe one of those nuggets of Japanese joy will just come passing your way. Yeah, all right. We'll find out. (laughs) And and that made me think too. Like, okay, so I think really what we were trying to get, what they were trying to tell us, is that there is an attraction between these two of some sort. I don't know about Kirito. I think Kirito. Was Kirito? Yeah, yeah. He was just kind of playing the game, you know. He was being nice and kind, and he didn't want anybody to die, as he doesn't. But uh, Silica liked him, and they didn't, and 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 she didn't. How about it, guys? How about a round of applause for Kirito? Yeah, yeah right? man. First episode where he didn't die. Yeah. But like, so let's see. We we we're now on episode four, so that's uh, he's got a twenty-five percent average. <laughs> Not bad. In Not, baseball, I think that's supposed to be almost good. Uh, yeah, if you're no. talking episode-wise, <laughs> if you're counting uh, people percentage-wise, then that's uh, no, very let's, different. Let's not that get into body count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so, question made to it you guys. one whole episode without anybody dying. <laughs> we're, in this, we're in this game world, right? Are, right. are you going to care if somebody sees you? Sees you? I'd, be like, I'd, be, I'd be like, yo, check out my naked video game body. I don't care. This flower can eye me up. I would not care. I, I mean, I don't care now, but... I'd be like, yo, the one thing I didn't touch when the computer told me to was my junk, so they're just guessing. <laughs> That's it. That little face thing comes down, scans you. Uh... like, remember Klein's all like, remember they made you touch your body? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. And it's like, how many people are really going to be like, huh, you know, let me let me grab this up so the computer knows what this guy's... What I'm You're holding a banana with. down there or something? Something, something to... 
<laughs> or a whiff, or a wiffle ball bat. It. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder. I'm wondering whether if they're. I mean, again, in following episodes, they they push. Well, they don't. They push the sexy factor in a following episode. I haven't watched that far ahead, but they don't push it for the viewer. Like this one, she's very self conscious about that. And in future episodes, as viewers of the show, they're just like pushing that at you. So I think that's like a very different thing too, because in this one, she's like. Shy, and then the next one's just like we're gonna do upskirts and everything else. So I don't know. I just think it's a, it's an interesting turn. But it's like, and it's a, but the, when they even even when they do that though, it's just weird. It's it's at times where you wouldn't expect it. Like you know, like you said, a future episodes, nothing that we've seen yet. But it's you know, it's just such an awkward thing. They they for the next two episodes, I'd say at least they injected it here for us to get ready for it. I think you know. And this is like yeah, this is like the prep episode, and then they're like, wait, let's cool it off. By letting her say, I had my own brother for the first day. <laughs> yeah. So when you Just got that. some ice water right on this episode. <laughs> you're at half mass. You're like, that was pretty good. I got a little chub going. You're like, no, nah, brother, brother oh. comment. See you yep, next there week. There you go. Do, 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 or something like that. I forget how the song goes. Oh, wait. Can I can I just jump at something real quick? I forgot about this question. I thought about this on the way home because I was watching on my phone. And um, maybe Matt can answer this, but is, there, is it typical when the intro is playing and the intro music is on that like the last two lines are in English. It is. Yeah, it is common the, actually. Is it? That's so yeah, weird. Yeah. They switch, they switch in a lot of anime theme songs between English well, and Japanese. The, sometimes they switch wow. and sometimes they're using words that there are no Japanese equivalents for. Uh, I, I'm not, so they're writing the song, but how, well, aren't, wouldn't they be writing songs for, or, or do the Japanese actually use those words? But, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, I don't have any definitive examples, but and not that this word would be in in the song, but I don't believe they have a word for hamburger, so they would say hamburger. That's the English word. Okay, there isn't. But they say like well, the I'll theme be song. Together. They're not saying I. Well, like the last yes. line is like I'll be together with you or something. I feel like there's yeah, yeah. a Japanese phrase for that. I think. I pro- this is just my opinion. I think they just think that sounds cool. And we're just because we're three American dudes who speak one language, we, we, we're in the minority with the rest no, of the world. No, I know. Like, I just thought, I mean, that's, you know? that's why it was, it was off to me. I, I would just assume that the whole thing would be in Japanese and we would, you know, I, I just, because it's not made yeah, it's, for us is more like why I'm like, so that means when it comes out in Japan and for the Japanese, those last two lines are in English. I do and, believe so. Yeah. It's kind of like um, yeah. when you listen to any crappy Pitbull song and he he wraps himself into a corner and can't get out of it, so then he just switches to Spanish. It, it's kind of like that. That's perfect. All right, <laughs> done. I uh, completely understand it now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Pitbull. I appreciate it. Mr. Miami, 215 or something. The one and only time I'll say thank you, Pitbull. <laughs> Unless I'm talking about a dog biting Pitbull. Map <laughs> <laughs> one. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, I believe that brings us to. Unless you guys have any other. Uh... I mean, I like to end on a low note, so yeah, we should end after my terrible joke. <laughs> we, we should end on Pitbull. Yeah. Perfect. Great yeah. idea. Hey, we could just call the episode Pitbull. Yeah. We, there yeah. You go. All of Miami will listen. Yeah, match. Way to host. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, this has been White Wasabi, episode four. I uh, hope you guys are having as much fun with this as we are. Uh, we will catch you next time on episode 12. Yeah, no, it'll be episode five. And uh, have a good one, guys. Yeah, be sure to check us out on moot.tv. Leave comments in the comments section for uh, ideas for future shows or things that you didn't like. Also, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and anywhere else that you feel appropriate. Thank you very much for listening. And listen to EJ Thanks, for all guys. the stuff I forgot to say at the end. Pitbull! 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 Mood.tv